Have you ever wondered how exactly can I fit my faith into my business and then go beyond? Well, think no more because I have the perfect guest on here with me today. I am talking to Tamara Andrus. Tamara is a Christian business coach among others other things that you will find out about later but she says this it is time to obliterate shame and activate your purpose from the inside out she wants to see you align and rise past who the world labels you as and into who god calls you to be listening to this I didn't have that sense of identity because I felt so broken down in every facet of who I was. I felt like I wasn't a good enough mother. I felt like I wasn't a good enough wife. I felt like I wasn't even good enough by myself in the mirror. I felt like I wasn't good enough in so many realms. And when I stopped looking at myself as this separate entity in these different spaces, even in entrepreneurship, and I realized that I get to be all of me imperfectly perfect in those spaces that I was able to actually show up as that 100% version. And God became that 10% that preceded me in every situation. I have an amazing podcast episode today, and I am so excited to see and talk to each and every one of you all. I am Lolita E. Walker. I am a certified life leadership and executive coach. I am a TEDx and keynote speaker. And what I do is I grab the greatness out of you. I pull it right out, and then I help you to become your bigger, your better, and your bolder self. And today, we are getting all the way into it. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Hey, guess what? We start off every single episode with a powerful affirmation from Walker and Walker Enterprises. And today is no different. Today's affirmation is I am me. I stand upon a strong foundation of faith and strengths. I am unshakable power. If you love that affirmation and are ready to declare who it is and whose you are every single day, head on over to lolitawalker.com slash shop and grab your 40 deck of affirmation cards today. In the meantime, in between time, I want to say welcome to all of you all who are new around my kitchen table. And hey, y'all, hey, to all of you all who have already pulled up a comfortable seat. Around here, we break things down into three layers. The first is all about coaching. In coaching, I leave you with a couple nuggets just to challenge your thinking a little bit. Cocktails is not so much about what you are sipping on, but it's more so about celebrating the greatness of who you are when you choose to show up at my kitchen table. So welcome. And then conversations is just some juicy conversations. Sometimes it's just with you and I, and other times I have a special invited guest. And I already told you that today, Tamara Andrus is ready. Now I met Tamara in person after spending so much time with her on a social app, you all. We became friends because we were aligned in our beliefs. And I talked to her and I said, you know what? You are so pronounced and profound. And when I think of you, I think of faith. 
When I think of you, I think of unshakable power. When I think of you, I see this transformation because I know of some of your story and I would absolutely love for you to come on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations and leave some of that amazing power with us here today. And she said, absolutely, let's get signed up. Now, if you remember, I told you when I did my episode called Dear Yesterday, yes, this is the same Tamara. Now, Tamara and I committed to having a spoken word episode that was dedicated on each of our podcasts. Now, I told you all, now if you haven't listened to it, I do not want to put out any spoilers. You got to go back and check out Dear Yesterday, which is an original poem that I have written, which will be in my upcoming book. But this time it was a little scary because I talked about this is an original poem by Lolita and I marketed it as such, right? A little scary when you're doing things intentionally. So we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Let's go ahead and get into this coaching. You ready? It's time for some coaching and a little bit of soul work. Yes, today we are staying focused. I hope you have your CCNC journal that you've already downloaded from lolitawalker.com slash podcast because that is where you write all your notes. That is where you can go back and take a look at all the podcasts that you've listened to and capture all of the soul work. Listen, this is greatness, you all. And should you choose to absolutely do the work, you are gonna shift from where you're standing right now. So today, Today, we are talking about faith and fitting it into your business. Now, you might not be the person that is standing on a foundation of faith, but you haven't yet surrendered. And thinking about how do I bring that into my business? I know what I'm grounded upon, but what about my business? How will people take a look at it? Well, I'm here to shake it up a little bit and say, you are a piece of your business. What if you stood in your core values What if faith is one of your core values? How can you shape that into helping to drive your business? Well, I'm going to shed a little bit of light and then I'm going to run about Tamara and let's see what she has to say for these five as well. Today, let's think about this. Remember in episode one, when I told you all, let's imagine a standing atop of a foundation. Literally, I want you to stand upon, let's say for today, it's a huge rock. And this is the foundation where you stand. You are planted upon that rock. Sometimes it has a couple cracks in there, but you already know how to fix them because you're grounded on your core values and your faith. What if we could absolutely use that rock as our home base? Remember when you used to play tag and you used to be like, oh, I'm at base, I'm at base, I'm safe, I'm safe. You remember that? Or was that just me? (laughs) No, I'm right here on base, I'm on base. You can't tag me, I'm already on base. Well, I remember those days. So what if your foundation is your base? Consider that, okay? You can draw it right on your paper. This is your base. And at your base, sit your faith. Now that is whatever you believe in. I happen to believe in Jesus Christ. But if you believe in the universe, if you believe in any other religion that's out there, if you just believe there's something higher than where we sit today, that is who I'm talking about because now that is probably part of your foundation, right? Right. So let's assume that as we move forward. Now, I'd love for you to write F-A-I-T-H. Today is going to be an acronym, but we're going to talk through them. The F I want you to consider today is about focusing on faith and setting it as part of the foundation for your business. And if you don't have a business because you're not an entrepreneur, setting it upon you so that when you walk into your place of business, it's like this light that is around you. 
You believe so much in the core principles. You believe in kindness. You believe exactly in what is rooted in the teachings of that faith so that you can move forward accordingly. What if? The A is about accepting help and saying thank you. Come on, somebody. How many times have you been offered help and just said, nah, it's okay, it's okay. How many times has that happened to you? Or how many times have you not asked for help on your journey? Who told us that we were alone on this island over here? Who told us that we were going to get anywhere without help? Who told you that you've gotten to where you are today without anybody's help? Come on, we have to ask for help. And here's the kicker right here, you guys. Half the time, there's so many people waiting in line to help us. And they just don't know how until we tell them that we need help. I, for one, am working on my ask. That is what I am working on as I'm going into the new year. I am working on my ask. I believe that we each have a Rolodex. We each have this Rolodex of people who we have encountered upon our lives, right? These people have access that we might not have. They are have resources in their reach that we might not have access to. What if we paused and went down our Rolodex? Yes. What if we remembered who was in our Rolodex and reminded them what we are doing and what our aspirations are? What if we asked them that they have anybody that they could connect us to, including them? Because here's the reality. People move and shift inside of their own lives. So they might even be in a new position now to be able to help us differently. Hmm. What is your ask? Before you even ask, you got to have a vision, right? Where do you want to go? How do you feel when you get there? Then you become clear on your ask for all of these people that are in your Rolodex. Come on now. Yes, we're talking about faith. F, then the A, and the I, I see you. Do you see you? Do you know how amazing you are? Do you know how powerful you are? Do you know the strengths that you stand upon? Do you know that God has placed you right here? For me, do I know that I am Lolita Emmanuel Walker? Do I know that I impact lives every single day? Do I know that I am not where I want to be, but I damn sure am making some impacts and leaving some breadcrumbs along this road right here. Do I know that I have a podcast that reaches thousands across the world in different countries? Do I know that? Sometimes you have to remind yourself and then dig deeper about the impact. I see you. Do you see you? Do we see ourselves and all the greatness that we are putting into the world? I want to say thank you for that. Yes, remind yourself. Listen, here is your soul work for this piece right here. I want you to write a letter to yourself. Yes, and it starts with, I want to say thank you. Insert your name right there and just write, go off. Yes, that's that I. That T, that T is about true surrender. Now, I can say that I am guilty of not surrendering all the time, especially when you're walking in faith and you're standing on that rock, right? I came back home. I am safe. Why won't I surrender? Because I'm out here thinking, oh, my gosh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to pay for this. This this. I got to get back to this person. I'm out here thinking I'm superwoman. Come on now. Where is the pause that we need? And where is the surrender and the trust? The trust, right? The trust that I am walking in my purpose. The trust that there are others that want to help me. The trust that I know that God won't give me more than I can carry. Where is that trust? When the first hiccup comes, are you ready to give up and switch positions? No, we can't do that. So I am here to remind you to stay seated in faith. And that H, 
You ready for it? That H is about harnessing your strengths. I want you to look at the F, the A, the I, the T, and that H is about grabbing hold of every single thing. Okay, grabbing hold of all of it. This bundle of faith right here and standing on your home, standing on your foundation, standing on that base and saying, I'm not it. You're not going to tag me and get me out because I am all the way and I am coming for the world. I am unshakable. I am unbreakable. I am standing right here and I am going to choose to take all of my faith, all of my surrender, all of my I am's, all of my truth with me as I move about this world. Because guess what? Y'all haven't even seen the greatness of what I am capable of. And I know that is the same for you. All right. This is about standing on your faith and now grabbing that and bringing it with you as you move, as you behave especially in your business. And I want you to go beyond every single place that you go. When people say your name and they see you, what do they say? What do you want them to say? And does it match up? Come on now, I want you to stand in a faith. I want you to stand in a commitment of who it is that you are. All right, this concludes our soul work. Make sure you go back and do this. Make sure you reflect on all of this today. I gave you a lot to think about. Let's do it. It's time for some cocktails. What are we celebrating today? What are we celebrating today? Well, first and foremost, I am celebrating my son, Walker. As you all know, my son is nine years old and he came home yesterday, pulled out his pocket. I remember when they used to send this stuff home inside of an envelope mailed to your house, but he pulled out of his pocket and said, oh, my report card came home today. What? So I said, did you look at it? He said, no, they told us not to. It had a staple in it. I said, okay. So we open it up and I go one by one by one. So there's 12 total grades. And I say, music, what did you earn in that? And he answers and some of them he got right. Some of them he over, he overshot, but he brought home all A's and B's. He's on the honor roll and he was so excited. So excited that we did a live. If you haven't seen a live, you got to go over and check Walker and I out. It is um, on my Instagram page at Hey Coach Walker. I'd love for you to leave a comment and tell me that you heard it here. I would absolutely love that. And so would Walker. I am celebrating each of you. I am celebrating each of you for standing on your foundation, for standing on your foundation of faith and grabbing all of that soul work and really reflecting on it. Which pieces can you take into your business, whether you are an entrepreneur or you're working in the corporate space? Which one can you take into your business? It's important that we think about those things. And guess what else I'm celebrating, y'all? You know, I am on my journey to 200 five-star reviews. We are at 118. So I am leaning on all of you all who are listening. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave it on there. You're not using the Apple phone? Okay. You can go to Podchaser. You could go to Audible. There's a whole bunch of other places where you can leave a message. But right here, I am reading from the Apple platform. All right, I'm giving a super shout out to Mo Weezy. Mo Weezy said, coaching cocktails and conversations. I listened to coaching cocktails and conversations in Clubhouse for over 24 hours. And what an emotional shift that I experienced. The sharing, the uplifting, the motivation, the caring, the love was just phenomenal. Lolita is truly a gift and a change agent. If you are looking for a shift in your life, then Lolita is the go-to woman. 
I love it. As you all know, I have coaching cocktails and conversations on several platforms, and it's a blessing to be able to leverage the name coaching cocktails and conversations and take this feel right here onto social apps everywhere. Also in my Zoom cast, and you all know in my group coaching experience as well, which is called coaching cocktails and conversations, the transformation. So let's read another one. I love reading these. Oh, and I haven't read them yet. So this is a five-star review and it's by Lamore Nita 016. It says, such an amazing person. Lolita's podcast is so motivational. When you are going through confusion, hardships, or lack of clarity, just listen to an episode that resonates. When I'm feeling off, I play an episode and get uplifted. Thank you so much, Lolita. Well, thank you, Lamornita016. I am so glad that you are listening. And thank you so much for taking the time and leaving a review. And I'm going to read one more because it's nice and short. This is from Dr. Jermicia. Thank you, Dr. Jermicia. It says, this podcast is so fire, y'all. I love listening to all the tea. Lolita with a T. I am here for all these gems you are dropping, sis. Aww. I appreciate you. And I see so many other new ones. So I cannot wait to read this on a future podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate you. And listen, I am a little far off from my goal of 200. But I know with your help, we will absolutely get there. We want to raise us on the charts and get this out into the world. We want to allow people to pour all the way in. And we love when we can read them right here on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. So I am giving a cheers to every single one of you all. I appreciate you more than you know. Check me out at lolitawalker.com. Hey there, it is Lolita E. Walker and I am so excited that you are considering my upcoming group coaching program. That's why you're here, right? (laughs) Well, what makes this coaching experience different? Good question, me alongside the amazing folks that choose to come on board with me and that could be you we will talk everything from accountability goal setting and mindset we're also talking fear limiting beliefs and establishing boundaries what is in your way i am pushing you i am pushing you i am pushing you differently and intently you're also going to learn from the amazing folks that choose to join you on your journey now this is just to name a few we are going to engage in amazing content you'll have some soul work and a bit of fun because that is what we do to get to where we're going the cost of this program is only a fraction of what your transformation will yield So what's in the way of you rediscovering the renewed you? For me, absolutely nothing because I'm worth it. What is the loss that you will experience should you decide not to invest in yourself today to achieve the greatness that you absolutely know that you deserve? Listen, the choice is yours, but I would absolutely love to have you. See you there. It's time for some good old fashioned conversations. Hey, Tamara, and welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. How are you today? I am good and wishing we were live in person because your energy is my favorite. I know I am so sad about that, but we are going to have the listeners around my virtual kitchen table so excited today. We are here to talk about how to be fit in your faith in business and beyond. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. 
I love it. I'm so excited too. This has been such a heart message for me over the course of the last four years. And so to unpack the evolution of it and tell you like how I've been and gotten where I've gotten, but been where I've been, right? Because it's not about where we are right now. It's where you've been in the past and where you're going. I'm excited about that. Yes, yes, and yes. Let's just get all the way into it. Let's get started with this. How would you describe yourself by way of a strength? Ooh, by way of a strength. I think I am a joy illuminator. I bring light everywhere I go. I don't think actually I know it's been something people have told me since I was little. When you walk into a room, you light it up or your smile lights me up or the energy and the, the joy that you bring is what I needed today. Right. And so I think a lot of times people wonder what's that strength, but often people are telling you every single day. You just have to be open enough to receive it and uh, take it as an affirmation. When people are looking exteriorly with who am I or how do I show up in the world, I often will help them through a coaching methodology of let's actually ask the people who are closest to you, what do they say? And then try and hold tight to those things. So joy and illumination would be mine. Yes, I love that. And I love how you talked about asking people for your strengths if you don't already know them. I talk to my clients about it all the time. So I love that they're hearing it from someone else. When you think how to be fit in your faith, how did that come about? Because that's also the title of your podcast. It is. So initially, when I did the fit and faith concept, I had quite the journey with personal training, nutrition consulting, um, with way back in the day, 16 years of gymnastics. Fitness has always been such a huge part of my life. And with that body image issues, with that self-consciousness towards being a woman and what is a woman's body used for? And so there was the good side of the health and wellness. And then there was the deterioration side of the health and wellness that stemmed from sexual trauma, that stemmed from um, uh, pornography, cybersex, heavy conversations, right? <laughs> and all of these blended together led me to a place in my life where I was completely isolated with my identity. I didn't know who I was. And yet I was married and had two kids under the age of two. And at that point had started nine businesses two of which were fully operating. One was global and one was a local brick and mortar and online boutique. And so I was moving at rapid fire speed, that rat wheel, that American dream that everybody talked about. And yet on the inside, I was completely broken and surely not fit in any component of my life, especially my mental and emotional health. But I had never even unpacked what that meant. I had never understood that mental health was a conversation. I had never considered a therapist. I didn't really know anything was wrong with me because I was so attuned to that joy and light. And I showed up with how other people needed me rather than loving and really understanding myself. And so I ended up living for nearly three decades, but really, you know, that 20 to 30 time frame where I had a choice in uh, behind a mask. And so when I got to this point of fit in faith, I had about three years under my belt at the time when I started my podcast of really going on a self-identity journey. I call it my quarter life crisis. I'm so grateful I did it then and not at a, a midlife. I did ordination service and ministers <laughs> licensing for two years. I went on like a deep dive on mental health, on therapy. 
I really just went on a self-exploration journey. And I realized after those three years that what I had discovered in not only my personal well-being, but my body conscientiousness, my mental health, and my spiritual well-being was something that other people needed to hear about. And also conversations I wanted to hear about because I'm still, and as are you, like always becoming and always learning. And so I wanted to unpack in real life conversations, no different than these Lolita, the opportunity to share with others in a raw, real way. And so fit to me is not just being fit from the outside, but the inside out. Ooh, fits from the outside in the inside out. One of the things that you just talked about was being isolated and feeling isolated in your identity. You also talked about mental health is a conversation. And I loved both of those. Talk a little bit about how did you lean on faith? Well, to be completely transparent, I didn't really know to even lean on my faith until I had an encounter with God, honestly, in my in my living room where I was at a complete heartache, heartbreak. I want to take my life like suicidal ideation had been a conversation in my mind and then had finally come to light for my spouse. Uh, in addition to the fact that I didn't feel like I had anywhere else to turn. And Jesus showed up for me. And after that moment, I knew that faith was the only option because it was the only thing that felt secure. And it was the only thing worth exploring because my mind was truly a battlefield. Wow. My mind was a battlefield. You know, I believe that we all have God moments if we really think. And for me, my God moment happened. I was 40 years old and I remember being on the ground in a fetal position. Mm. And I remember crying and crying. And when I started talking aloud about my gratitude, that I literally felt this blanket of calm come over me. These God moments, these moments when we feel like we have nowhere to go and we lean on our faith because there's nothing else left. I love that you talked about that with us talking about this fit, this acronym that you have for your business, how now do you incorporate faith inside of your business and inside of your life, quite frankly? Mm, it's a great question. And honestly, after having that exploration and really diving into my faith and it allowing myself to not be the first thing that showed up in the room. So I mentioned, and this will come full circle, that my light or my joy was what people saw out of me and called out of me. But it actually, I realized, was never me to begin with. It was the God within me. When I stopped feeling the pressure that I had to show up, that Tamara herself had to be what everybody else needed, and I realized it was nothing to do with me, but instead it was the God within me, no different than in business. If God precedes my business, if he precedes a conversation, a coaching opportunity, the, the reins are his and therefore I just have to follow suit. And it's been amazing to release that control uh, and also release those expectations of myself and allow God to blow my mind and that of others every single time. To me, there is no separation in identity from God, from our faith. And I think as Christians and what I've witnessed a lot is people feel compartmentalized, which is one of the reasons I didn't have that sense of identity because I felt so broken down in every facet of who I was. I felt like I wasn't a good enough mother. I felt like I wasn't a good enough wife. I felt like I wasn't even good enough by myself in the mirror. I felt like I wasn't good enough in so many realms. And when I stopped looking at myself as this separate entity, 
identity in these different spaces, even in entrepreneurship. And I realized that I get to be all of me imperfectly perfect in those spaces that I was able to actually show up as that 100% version. And God became that 10% that preceded me in every situation. That is so good, Tamara. You are dropping so many <laughs> gems. You know, I know that you have an acronym of FIT and I think it's so profound. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So when I first started the fit and faith journey through podcasting and through coaching, I didn't have it as an acronym. And so many people assumed the fitness realm. And yes, again, that was a part of my journey, but it's not the only part of my journey. I am an adventurer, a traveler for sure. And so my fitness comes in barefoot extravaganzas around the world. But I realized that the main target audience that I wanted to serve, that I really connect with are the founders, innovators, and trailblazers, the people who are not afraid to pioneer into a new space, a new conversation, a hard situation, uh, something that's uncomfortable. And those are the people that I really have a connection to. And so I really speak into those high achievers, if you will, uh, those people who are, are doing the dang thing and they're moving and shaking every single day and they're not stagnant. My heart for them is that they realize the component of faith is the foundation rather than the last resort. And that was my story and why I want so badly to help other people unlock that before they have to go through their quarter or midlife or whenever crisis. Oh, that is so good. Before you got here, I talked to the folks around the kitchen table of really driving in your faith into your business. And I wanted to talk to you about it because I love your acronym of FIT, right? Being fit in your faith for business and beyond. Sometimes it's this notion of surrender that is really hard to do, honestly. And for me, when I feel like I'm not surrendering, it's really that I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting God when I say I do, but I'm not truly, truly surrendering. How do you surrender? How do you coach people into surrendering? This is such a profound question and you don't know like so much of my backstory, Lolita. So this word has been such a massive part of my life, surrender and also submission uh, and understanding that if we submit our lives to the Lord, if we submit our ideals to him, what he does is bring it to light in such a beautiful way. And it was so hard. And I think my biggest representation, and if we were on video, you would see my hands postured out as if I was giving someone a gift and I was holding it in both hands. But we live our life in a clenched fist experience so often, even through prayer, right? When we're praying and we're clenching our fists together, asking God for something or someone or an outcome, or even in gratitude, sometimes we are holding tight to the things that have been gifted to us. But I found that if we have a postured hand open, we are more apt to give and we are also more able to receive and surrender simply looks like this exchange rather than an area of letting go or needing um, less than it's actually a more than I can hold a bushel of things in my arms when my hands are wide open rather than only being able to carry one thing and so from a coaching perspective that can be around money that can be around relationships that 
can be around tangibles, but it can also be around intangibles. And so even something like confidence, I can be so much more confident in my identity through Christ than I can in my identity when I try to self-proclaim. Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Let me share. The F was about focus on faith. Set it as a foundation in your business. And I love that even the conference that was just in Kentucky, faith is a part of your everyday talking. It's not a secret. And sometimes people forget to say like, yes, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. And it's okay that we don't have the same faith, but at the root of who I am is my faith. At the root of who you are is your faith. And no matter what it is you believe in, really that proclamation that you talked about and sitting inside of it. So that was the F is really focusing on faith and setting it as a foundation. A is accept help and say, thank you. Oh my God. That's so hard for me. I remember when I tell this story often, I remember when I first started my business and I was talking to my family about really feeling like this is I'm, I'm less than a year and I'm supposed to be all these places doing all of these things. I got this big vision and my cousin gave me a thousand dollars. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't need that. No, I don't want that. And he said to me, I am helping you. This is what help looks like. Say yes. And thank you is what you need to do. I see you. Do you see me for a number of reasons is that I think that I am the greatness that others have yet to see. And sometimes that includes me. We want to be so much further and farther along in our businesses, in our lives. And sometimes we forget to say, I see you. I see all the greatness that you are putting forth in the world. And then that T was about true surrender. And I love that you added submission to that. Like as you were talking, you talked about submission because we get in our own minds and we don't pause. We don't pause and trust. And when I find myself going, 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 and I'm saying like, God, I believe you. I am here. I am wanting you. I'm needing you. I don't surrender. And I love that you said submit. And then the H is always for me, harnessing your strengths, knowing what you come to the table with and harnessing all of those. Because for me, my foundation is built upon my faith and my strengths. And I wonder what you're thinking about that, especially when you think about how to fit your faith in your business and beyond. My goodness, Lolita, I got to steal that. (laughs) It's so good. I think every single component of that is so incredibly powerful. And You know, a lot of times, especially if you create an acronym, there's like, oh, that was witty. That was great. Oh, yeah, I should write that down. But if we actually lived our lives on the premise of faith and what you just shared, specifically that surrender and submission piece, then we can come back to that, is the knowing that a lot of times to the world, to the secular world, to people who don't understand the premise of faith and how it is so ingrained in who we are, it looks really bizarre. And yet we're called to be a peculiar people biblically. I know that I look crazy sometimes. I know that faith the size of a mustard seed doesn't make sense in business every single step of the way. But I believe our intuition is connected to our ability to hear from God and therefore it's connected to our submission. Because if I feel like I need to control what it is that's coming out of me, what it is that I'm creating and what it is that I'm hearing, I actually am deflecting what it is that he is saying. And the world is so loud, we know this, 
this all the time and it's so loud. They're always saying something, showing you something, selling you something. It seems impossible to stand outside of the world. But in fact, if we can find our safe harbor in that identity and in the mirror, his reflection, not our own, we have so much more boldness and confidence and strength and security to show up in the world. And faith feels like a non-negotiable rather than a last resort. Oh my gosh, what a super powerful insight. I am digging this podcast interview. I really am. You know, when you and I got on a podcast together because I was just on your podcast, we committed to each other. And I want to know, Tamara, I haven't checked. Have you done it? <laughs> I haven't done it. And literally while we were having technical difficulties, I was going through my Word docs and it's open right now because I was like, oh my gosh, I knew when we said that and you prompted that for me to try and you to do. Y'all, she followed through in like 24 hours. I'm like, what? She had to have had that on her to-do list already. Meanwhile, Tamara is on vacation, but thinking about it nonstop, because I think that there's something powerful, not only about a social contract, which is what Lolita did live on my podcast, but additionally about the power of words. And Lolita and I share that so much when it comes to spoken word. And I think we need to show up in that creativity more often because when we do, it impacts in a way that our traditional day-to-day -day conversations cannot do. And so I love the way you strung everything together. You went out with a punch. I love the way that you shared it, not just the spoken word piece, but you talked about this challenge. And so I hope that we can challenge challenge our communities collectively to do the thing that they've written down and actually share it and broadcast it to other people because it's powerful when your subconscious writing and you're able to share it to people it feels really vulnerable and also really empowering so I will do it you will be shared about in the podcast when I do it and you're gonna love it because I've never shared that poem out to anyone yet Yes, the power of our words is so amazing. And I absolutely, when I say absolutely, absolutely love that you are going to dedicate a podcast episode to your spoken word. You know, what's crazy is when I did mine, I realized that I had done spoken word on my podcast before, but listen to this. I never promoted it that this is a spoken word created by Lolita E. Walker, an original poem. I never marketed it like that. And I asked myself, it was really out of fear. Isn't that crazy? It is. And I think it's because it's non-traditional, right? I think when it's not something people are used to, we're imagining the story in our head of what will they think? What will they say? Is it going to be crickets? Is no one going to listen to it? And we know the power of one and people say it all the time. But are we brave enough to step into the fact that the one might just be us? The one might just be the God within us or the God that's listening in that moment to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I've gifted you that talent and now you're proclaiming it for the world to hear. And the world, again, might just be you because it's activation. And that's what you did. You said, I'm going to do this. Then you actually did it. And how often does that happen these days, especially in the record speed that you did it? Very, very rare. So I know that you're a woman of your word and that I can trust you in what comes out of your mouth is not now going to be an activation. Yes, activation. I love that. And you know what was so interesting is that as I pressed 
send, you know, the publish on that. I felt like it was the first time when I first started my first episode on coaching cocktails and conversations that kaleidoscope of butterflies was inside of me. And I really think it's exactly what you said. It's about leveraging your gift and now activating it. So I say my poetry all the time on social apps. I say my poetry within my podcast, but I never market it like that. So you just have to have been tuning in and you'll hear this spoken word sometimes within some episodes. So this was major for me. Let me tell you this other piece about it is sometimes our gifts are made to put into the world, as you said, because not only does it activate us, but it activates others. So the other day um, I was on, I had a 24 hour room on Clubhouse and it was 24 hours to pour into women, just to pour into women. I had all of these amazing women there. And a woman said to me, Lolita, I listened to your podcast episode, the one called Dear Yesterday, and I listened to it twice because it reminded me that I need to forgive myself. And those were some words that were inside of the poem. And then she wrote a forgiveness letter to herself. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yes. You need to do that on your retreats. You need to let women write a forgiveness letter to themselves. That would be really powerful. Yes. I'm big on writing letters. I always give folks soul work on write a letter about this. I want you to write a letter with this prompt or write a letter to your younger you about this specific thing. But I tell you this letter of forgiveness, absolutely going into the agenda. I love it. All right. I have three questions that I always ask. It's called the come as you are around and I'm going to give them to you. The first is what is one strength that you know, without a shadow of a doubt that you have that you didn't always know was a strength. Ooh, I love that. Oh, wow. That I didn't, I honestly always thought that my sister was the artistic one because she was so good at painting and drawing when we were little and writing actually. And I always hid around my ability to dance and use my body with gymnastics and sports. And when I was in my young twenties, I started doing artwork on belly casting. So we would cast women at their ninth month of pregnancy. And then we would design and paint to their nursery. And my mom was always good at painting. So we just thought she could do it. And I ended up unlocking this ability to draw and be an artist. And it's something I carry with me all the time now. I love it so much. And I've been able to instill it in my own children. So I would say art would be that. Well, I didn't make it to nine months. (laughs) Walker came prematurely. I went in for my 31 week appointment and they were Ah. like, yeah, guess what? He's coming. (laughs) Oh, wow. You would probably even treasure it that much more knowing that he made it or the next child made it to full term. I think a lot of people forget like the blessing that that is preemies are are special you know you did not just say i was gonna have another child no you didn't i will no! not put that in the atmosphere <laughs> no we will not put that in the atmosphere but i think it would be amazing honestly it would be great for walker as well but that is not in our cards somebody grandbabies else. I see it grandbabies one day other people <laughs> grandbabies from now listen let's get off of this topic it's giving me heebie-jeebies <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next question is this, why is the work that you do, Tamara, so important for this world? I see how blanketed specifically women, but I have an opportunity of working with men as well. See how blanketed they've been by societal pressures and societal norms. And it's leaving people stagnant and complacent and living a mediocre life. 
And God has called us to a miraculous life. He's actually ordained us to have kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven, right? That we were able to access our gifts and talents and serve humanity through them. And so my passion for people when we start businesses is less about the financial, though I think the prosperity and abundance message is massive and people have skewed what wealth means and what it means to accumulate monetary wealth and the importance of that as well to the kingdom, but ultimately for people to exist in their zone of genius, to exist in the space that is free to them and that they don't have to work so hard. I wake up so early. I am beyond the 5 a.m. club and I am that excited every single day. And it's because I know I don't have to try to exist anymore. And I did for so long. And so I want to just remove the scales from people's eyes. I want them to freely dance and be who they were called to be. Yes, I have an, um, an affirmation. It says, I dance and smile as if no one is watching. And that is so amazing and freeing. I love that you said that. Okay, and here's the final question. What is one barrier that still stands before you today? Ooh, that's a loaded question. One barrier that still stands. You know, I would say that it always circles back to the mind being a battlefield that is a trap that is a space of um, concern and also a space that I'm constantly praying over uh, because of worry, because of fear, because of comparison, because of void. I mean, it's it can truly be a place that is detrimental if you stay there. And so I always help people align their hearts before their heads, because when our heart supersedes what our head is saying, there is truth in that space and we can forget and we can lay those lies at the feet of Jesus. And so I would say that it's mind, it's that mental health piece. And if we're not constantly nurturing truth, then the lies can take over. And so it's a constant battle for me and I think a lot of people. And so not allowing the world to speak louder than our God does. I absolutely love that. Everything you brought up, Tamara, has been so amazing. You talked mental health. You talked being isolated with identity and how to navigate through that. We talked about these God moments. We talked about what fit was and how to be fit in your faith and business and beyond. We talked about these five considerations and it has just been nothing short of amazing. I could talk to you all day, all day, all day, all day, but I would love for you to tell folks where can they get in touch with you, Tamara? Absolutely. I could too, Lolita. It's amazing how connected we are in so many different ways. I hang out on Instagram and Clubhouse the most. It's my name, Tamara Andress. And you can go to my website, TamaraAndress.com. You can hang out and listen to the Fit and Faith podcast if you'd like. And Fit Media is my company. And so if you want to check that out as well, she's got all the links. But I just look forward to chatting with you guys. I hang out in my DMs mostly and love to just pray and encourage people. And so if there is a, a hold up point or something that touched you during this conversation, I would love to conversate with you about it. Thanks, Lolita, for the space and the love always. We have concluded another episode of Coaching, Cocktails, and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, The Intersection of You and Change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers.